All right, welcome back to the Two Pokes Podcast. The Two Pokes Podcast is brought to you by the Ocali Ocast. I gave this spiel last week, but if you are interested in um, doing a podcast through the Ocali Ocast, totally go for it. Uh, I know we're a little biased here, but uh, it's a great time. It's a hoot and a holler. And if you're interested, you can go to ocali.com, um, go to the podcasting tab, the Ocast tab, apply through there. You can also reach out to our GM, Levi Peckinpah, on social media, at, on Instagram, at Levi Peckinpah. And on Twitter at Levi Beck and Paul, just shoot him a DM or something. Um, if going through the um, traditional route is not for you, and um, we'll see what we can do, um, or shoot one of us a DM, and, and and we can get you, we can get you uh, squared away. It's a great time. It's good. Um, it's a good experience. It's good to just kind of like sit back and have something that you that you work on, um, and create content. I love creating content. Um, yeah, why else would I be doing this? Um, but yeah, so if you're interested, Ocali.com, check it out. Also, make sure to follow the Ocali Ocast on all our social media platforms to keep up to date when new episodes of not just our show, but shows like Spinning Sports um, and, and the Deep in the Novo, things like that drop. Um, yeah, so that's that. Um, this week, we've got um, a lot of stuff. This is going to be Cal's show for the most part. Um, been very stressed out lately, so Cal's gonna, Cal's gonna, uh, Cal's got a lot of info. Um, some really funny stuff too. Um, I'm gonna have stuff too. Obviously, I'm not gonna be silent this whole time. Um, but Cal definitely went above and beyond this week, and um, you'll get to see that. Um, we have anywhere from the Josh fight um, to MCU news as usual. Disney moves. Uh, Disney moves, Disney news, um, uh, our TikToks, um, a ton of draft news, um, NFL news, um, MLB, um, OK State Athletics. We've got it all this week. So without further ado, I'm going to start rolling that intro and we're going to get into it. All right, welcome back to the Two Pokes Podcast, Season 2, Episode 14. I am your host, Samuel Joseph Milik. Wombats have cube-shaped poop. I'm your co-host, Cal Smith. <laughs> and we back, baby. <laughs> um, I didn't know that wombats had cube-shaped poop. That's that's uh... I, I did not either. <laughs> If you say it fast enough, it sounds like wombats have cute shaped poop. And, you know, that's just. That's, that's a weird. That's a little sus. Um, anyway, we're back, baby. Uh, I think this is the longest uh, the, the podcast has run in a season. I'm pretty sure we cut it off after 11 last season, right? Um, I think so, because we had winter yeah. break. And yeah. Yeah, we went to 12 episodes last season. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Special. Yeah. Speaking of that, special announcement coming straight from the Ocast um, and the Two Pokes podcast. The Two Pokes podcast will be continuing through the summer. Um, yeah. We'll probably take like a week break and then reconvene for a season two and a half slash season three. Um, not sure how we're going to do that yet. That's a conversation for Cal and I to have when adults need to have that conversation, kiddos. So, <laughs> but uh. <laughs> Yeah, so 
that made me really excited to hear that we got that confirmation from Levi last week. Um, yeah, Cal, I'm excited. Yeah, Cal will be doing an internship back home, um, and then um, I'll be working summer job here on campus. So I'll be here. He'll be um, in UConn. Um, but uh, yeah, it'll it'll be fun. We'll figure out how to make it work. I mean, we do it like this now. I. Yeah. Be, yeah, I think it'll be just fine. Cal, I saw you a lot still this week. How how are you? How was your week? How's your weekend? Um, it's good. It's a little bit the calm before the storm, oh. as we kick off dead week this week and then go into finals week. Um, I had a few tests last week that I don't know how I did on. I kind of don't want to know for a while. Um, right. but. We're almost done with school, whether that's good or bad or not. Um, we're almost done with it. So I am excited for that. But how have you been? Um, drowning. <laughs> um, yes. It hasn't let up. It really hasn't. Um, if you're in the School of Media and Strategic Communications, you know that we like to wrap things up um, early, um, yeah. meaning that basically dead week is finals week for me. It's when all my final projects are due. Um, I have one final project that was technically due tonight by 10 p.m., but my uh, wonderful professor isn't looking at them until Tuesday at 3. So yeah. I have until Tuesday at 3 to get that um, squared away. I will definitely be getting it squared away tomorrow by 2, um, which is exciting and also extremely scary because it's the biggest project I've ever done in my life. It's also the one I've worked the hardest on. Um, yeah, it's just one of those things that I have a... Uh, personal profile due Friday. It's my another final project. It's a fifteen hundred word, basically feature story written out. Yikes. And um, yeah, it's it's just. Oh, and then I had to read a book and and write a paper on it today, and for, that was uh that was horrifying. No pun intended, because it was over the history of horror um, from my film classes. Cal, basically, basically, I'm just drowning over here, and um, I will not be getting a break until July 18th. Um, I I understand completely. Yeah, I was supposed to have a chilled Saturday, and that didn't happen. And that was supposed to be my last chilled Saturday for the foreseeable future. And uh, so we'll see. <laughs> making it, we're making it through, though. We're making it through. Um, Soy bus early. Yeah. Um, I will be going to Chicago on May eighth. Um, oh shoot, that's uh, that was news on Friday. Um, so that'll be fun. Uh, we get to do the podcast um from two separate states. So I guess we'll get to test out how that really works. <laughs> we will get to push the the limits of Discord. <laughs> um, but but yeah, that's. That's about it. I saw Cal yesterday. We went and celebrated a friend's birthday. Um, don't worry, guys. Pretty much everybody was vaccinated. Um, so we're just built different anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm a different breed. I'm a different culture. <laughs> and by I say pretty much everyone, I mean the only person that wasn't was Cal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got I got ice in my veins. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's that. Are we um do we have stuff before entertainment or do we just want to like roll head first into it? I think we should just go head first into it. All right, Gary. Do it one more time. Let's go. Come on. Well not one more time, but you know the vibes. Roll that intro. 
entertainment and stuff I Okay, entertainment. We got a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, Take it away, buddy. Off with my stupid facts of the week. <laughs> I've noticed a trend that I've normally has had. I've had a stupid fact every week. Yeah. Um, it's usually uh, it's usually your your intro. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I just I had a few this week that I wanted to share because I thought they were funny. <laughs> um, scientists in Uruguay have successfully been able to genetically modify sheep to glow in the dark. <laughs> um, they modified the sheep's genes using the fluorescent protein found in the Aquaria jellyfish. Uh, scientists have been working on this for a while. They've used it on mice and stuff. Um, they've been using these proteins that are found in a lot of deep sea life and have talked about using it on humans. So, Sam, would you get a trippy glow-in-the-dark fish tattoo? <laughs> uh yeah i i think it'd be kind of interesting yeah i'd do it uh, let's do it I, I i might see if i grow gills or anything you know what i mean uh-huh see if i'll <laughs> if i can speak the fish after that but uh does it have to be a picture of a does it have to be a tattoo of a fish oh no i just meant because it's fish enzymes and proteins look at the i probably get my stuff I probably get my tattoo, my pancreas tattoo. You heard oh, about this? You heard about this no. one? No. Wherever the pancreas is on my body, I'll just tattoo like the the two X's with the dead mouth. You know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know where the pancreas is. I don't think really anybody does. Somewhere in the rib cage, or right below it. It's somewhere in there. Something like that. Let's look it up <laughs> while, you're, while you're spitting facts. I'm gonna look it up. Okay. Uh, my second stupid fact of the week and the final stupid fact of the week. Is polar bears are starting to mate with grizzly bears due to decreasing habitats for both species. Um, this is not good for humans as polar bears are incredibly aggressive towards like anything that moves, but normally aren't much of a threat to you know them living in the Arctic and stuff and living away from humans. However, uh, due to these uh, migratory patterns uh, for these hybrids, it's not the case. So we basically have a black Air Force One reincarnated as a living human thing and i guarantee you somebody's gonna get capped by one of these things oh for Um, sure they're huge (laughs) and so we'll see how this goes Uh, because normally when you have a hybrid species like that they can't reproduce but still they can still live for a while (laughs) so yeah that's gonna be real interesting to see what happens up north well they're very closely related so i would assume that they could reproduce well, it's because of the genes. Because, like, ligers and tions, they can't reproduce. You know what yeah, I mean? But, but they're both... A polar bear and a, and a grizzly bear are both bears. Yeah, but tiger and lions are both feline. Yeah, but, like, loosely related. Yeah, I don't know. Because, I mean, I guess you do have mules who start off as horse-donkey hybrids, and they reproduce. Well, I don't know. If a grizzly... Look it up. Can mules reproduce? There, no, they can't. Yeah, it's because yeah. of the chromosomes. Um. So, I the bear these grizzly bears or whatever you want to call them, it kind of depends on who's the mom and who's the dad. Um, 
they themselves won't be able to because Punnett squares. Possible wild bred polar grizzly, polar bear grizzly bear hybrids have been reported and shot in the past, but DNA tests are not able to verify. Okay. Two grizzly bears. Would polar bears and grizzlies breed? Can they produce fertile? That's a pizzly bear. Scientists confirmed last week that a bear shot by an Inuvialuit hunter in the Northwest Territories in a second. Oh, are you still there, Cal? Yeah. Okay. In a second generation grizzly polar bear hybrid, a pizzly or growler bear. Why can't some offspring while others like horses and donkeys cannot? Or why can some? This is because they have more recent common ancestry. Okay, so to answer the question, yes, it looks like they can reproduce because their ancestry is more close than a horse and a donkey's. Love that for oh, us. Or like a lion and a tiger. So we're screwed, basically. Yeah, basically. <laughs> oh, well, we don't live anywhere north. Yeah. Um, would you like to talk about the Josh fight? Um, of course. Yesterday. <laughs> of course. Do you want me to do it or do you want, do you want to do it? It doesn't matter to me. Okay, so basically, like, last year, some guy named Josh made this group chat with, like, a crap ton of other Joshes. It was, like, organized. every Josh he could find on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. And, um, like, organized an April 24th fight. Um, I'm pretty sure it got renamed, because, or it got rescheduled because of the pandemic, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. It was supposed to happen this time last year. Yeah. But this year, it, it, got, it got done. Um, they're, um, the winner of this Josh fight got to have bragging rights, keep the name Josh <laughs> and, um, all the losers had to legally change their name. Didn't they do like a, didn't they do like a big like food drive and stuff like for charity and stuff too? Yeah, they did a yeah. big food drive for a yeah. local food pantry nearby. Yeah. Um, I believe it was in Nebraska. If I'm remembering that right. Uh-huh. Um, and they um, also had a little fundraiser on the side for all the losers so that they could change their name. Yep. <laughs> but, yep. Uh, it got a lot of media attention. It like really blew up. Um, yeah. You had the winner of the Josh fight was Little Josh, who was five years old. <laughs> and I, only... I don't think anyone could have gone up with like a. They fought with like um with like uh pool noodles. Pool noodles. I don't think anyone could like justifiably justifiably run up on a five year old and clock him with a pool noodle. I mean, so, I'd do it. Yeah, I know you know. would, but... <laughs> you know, a little welcome to the real world, Jack Wagon. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, well, five-year-old little Josh won. Um, the battlefield got its own name on Google Maps as legendary Josh Battlefield. Um, it actually had a really big turnout. I was actually pretty surprised. It it was... It, the pictures of it, were it was pretty packed. Did a lot better than Area 51 deal way back when. Oh. Oh, what a classic. I remember that. <laughs> classic. Uh, Those memes were probably the funniest stuff I've seen on Instagram for a long time. Yeah. Those were just hilarious. I, like, I remember like everybody <laughs> everybody getting shot at Area 51 while I'm at Area 52 freeing all the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man. Yeah, that was a good one. Oh yeah. Um 
I guess we go right into Marvel and Disney, uh, Disney things, things Disney owns. Um, we're gonna start. We'll start Secret Invasion. Let's friggin' do it. Um, Marvel's Secret Invasion got a new casting as Amelia Clark will be joining an already pretty star-studded cast as she has reportedly been casted to join Secret Invasion. Uh, you'll probably most no- notice Clark from her role as Daenerys Targaryen from HBO's Game of Thrones and will be joining multiple uh, Game of Thrones stars as they transition to the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm slowly gaining interest in that show. What, Game of Thrones? No, 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 Secret Invasion. Oh, yeah, it's taken a little bit. Um, I, I've i never been a big fan of the scrolls and the comics and stuff. Hmm. But I I think it'll be... Also, the fact that it's a show, not a movie, I think that's also going to be really interesting to look at. But I don't know, because we got a lot of people with ties in mm-hmm. the MCU already with scrolls, mm-hmm. especially like Miss Marvel and Monica. And then you got Nick Fury working with them up in space. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be super interesting, which I'm I'm kind of excited for it. Hopefully, oh, more yeah. will get released as the time comes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but good hire. She does. She did a really good job in Game of Thrones and all of her other stuff. So yeah, yeah, I like Amelia Clark. Um, Secret Invasion. Uh, that was that. Um, uh, Marvel's Hawkeye. One of the, I think, is, is it coming out this year? Or is it coming out next year? Yeah, it's coming out this year, like late this year. Late this year, okay. So one of the ones that we will be seeing this year, um, Hawkeye has rumored to finish uh, production and finish filming for the year. Um, Jeremy Renner posted a selfie on Instagram saying goodbye for now and thank you to the cast and crew. Um, also rumored that Clint Barton will t- retire for good at the end of the show. Um, we already know that he's going to pass on the mantle to Kate Bishop. Um, but I'm excited for that one. I think that one will be one that will be surprisingly really good. Um, I don't, think it'll be, I don't think it'll be surprisingly good. I think it'll be amazing. Um, <laughs> I just, I feel like that. I feel like out of all the shows though, that one's not going to get as much steam as first or excitement like build up you know what i mean yeah um no i don't um <laughs> like think, you know like, like there's all this hype for wandavision and then same with falcon and the winter soldier and i feel like you got loki and i feel like after that their people fans are gonna be like eh and then it's gonna like they're gonna start watching but like holy crap this is super deep um, I feel like, well, see, I have, um, um, uh, what's the, sorry, I just got a group me message that is really, like, just pissed me off. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, well, the first time. I have, I have waited my, um, whole childhood for a, a Hawkeye standalone anything. Me too. <laughs> like everyone else has. So I feel like this one is going to be super. It's going to be like Falcon Winter Soldier level. I get what you mean by like the hype. Everyone's going to be like, he oh. gets crapped on by like everybody on TikTok and everything. 
he's such a good hero. I he was one of and my favorite characters. He's been so underutilized ever since know. Avengers one. But I'm also yeah. just excited because he's rumored to play Ronin again, which we saw that in in game whenever he went and took out the Japanese mafia and stuff. Um, I'm super excited to see him come back as Ronan, just because I think going down that exploring what he did over the five years after the snap, I think that's gonna be really interesting to look at. Yeah, but I'm ex- I'm excited for it. Um, I think it'll be really good. Uh, because I guess there's we're gonna talk about some characters that could be appearing that would change everything. Um, so yeah could see some more assassins and whatnot on that show. Mm-hmm. Um, keeping the ball rolling, Spider-Man and Sony. So Sony and Disney have reached a new deal. Um, this yeah. makes Spider-Man and other Sin- Sony films uh, eligible to stream on Disney Plus for the first time, with future films able to move to Disney Plus after their Netflix run is over, which is really cool to see. Because that's really the only thing missing from the Marvel movies on Disney Plus is all the Spider-Man stuff. Um, so really cool to see that that Spider-Man is going to be coming to Disney Plus. Also, yeah, pretty I mean, much. Oh, good. Okay. I was just say it pretty much guarantees that like Tom Holland is going to keep doing Marvel movies. Yeah. Um, originally, this was uh, it was only going to be a Netflix deal, and then they they pushed it to Disney Plus as well. I, I think part of that is just because of how successful Disney Plus has been over oh, these yeah. last few months. They just increased the the cost of have a subscription. Yeah, it went from like was it twelve dollars to thirteen? No, it's it's for me it's seven. Oh, seven. seven? It went from six ninety nine to seven ninety nine. Oh wait, well, well, I'm doing I'm doing that uh, Disney Plus Hulu bundle. And so it went up a dollar amount. Isn't the point of it? But yeah, because it's that one bundle. It's like you get all three for thirteen or whatever. Um, and then Thor: Love and Thunder. Um, got a little news coming out there. Uh, because a few weeks ago we talked about how Russell Crowe had a super secret role. Um, yeah, nobody knew. It's not so super secret anymore. Yeah, nobody knew he was even on the cast until they all went to a rugby game together and they got exposed. Um, but yeah, Russell Crowe has been confirmed as Zeus for Thor: Love and Thunder. Um, that's a lot of huge implications for the MCU right now, as introducing Greek gods in MCU. Um, the biggest deal that's probably going to come from that is that we're probably going to see Hercules. Um, which in the comics, he's a super close friend to Thor and, you know, they get call each other blood brothers and whatnot. Um, also since the main villain of Thor love and thunder is going to be Gore, the God butcher, it probably makes sense that we're going to see the whole Greek pantheon get slaughtered. Um, so heck yeah. (laughs) Um, I'm really excited. (laughs) I'm excited for this movie. Um, Christian Bale shaved his head the other day. Yeah. For whatever reason. Um but like, I'm excited for it. It's like, Gore, what do you want for dinner? Justice. <laughs> the choke slams. <laughs> I'm excited for that movie. Also, I think Russell Crowe Zeus is just a perfect casting. I oh, love Russell Crowe. It's amazing. Um he's done a really good job. And he like does a really good job at characters that aren't like 
the main character. Like he was uh, Superman's dad in Man of Steel. Jor-El or whatever his name was. Yeah. Um, so I think he's a really good pick for Zeus. So I forgot he was in Man of Steel. Wow. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. It was like it was like it wasn't like a cameo, but like you know, wasn't a main character or anything. Um, but he does a really good job of those kind of roles and stuff. And then also, you know, like Gladiator, which apparently since him and Chris Hemsworth were such good friends, now they're gonna make Gladiator too. Um, of course, I would expect nothing less. Yeah, well, I you know, why not? (laughs) You know, um, but I think. That's all I got for Thor, Love, and Thunder. Okay. Real quick about Mandalorian, which we haven't talked about in a long time. We haven't, had we haven't talked about Yeah, we haven't talked about anything Star Wars in a while. Yeah. Um, we know we got Bad Batch coming out soon, super soon, isn't it? Um, Is it summer, maybe? May, May 4th. May, May 4th. 4th. May 4th be with you. Yeah. Um, that is next week. That is next week. Holy crap. Dang. And I'm done yeah. with school on May 4th, so guess what I'll be doing? I will not be, but <laughs> I will <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely start when I get done. Cool. So next week we're going to talk about Bad Batch. Yeah. Um, or I guess I guess the week after. I say next week we give our uh, our thoughts on how we think it's going to go. I got you. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Yeah. Um, so it looks like we're going to go back into Star Wars stuff a little bit. Um, however, the thing I want to talk about today is that for Mandalorian season three is rumored that we are going to see at least one Wookiee this show, um, teases appearance much more. Um, I have no idea what storyline they're going with. If there's going to be Wookiees in it, you know what I mean? Uh, well, cause they've all been freed from the mines, right? That, that was, a. Uh... That was a, yeah. That was a solo thing. Yeah, which uh, technically, Solo and Chewbacca are alive right now in the Mandalorian. So, I don't think Chewbacca they, is gonna. Yeah, I don't think they, he's gonna be the Wookiee. I don't know. I mean, they did Luke, but I don't know. I, um, I just thought that was really interesting because we haven't heard anything about Mandalorian season three at all. No. Um, of course, we do get the Book of Boba Fett coming this December. Which is really cool. With Mando making a guest appearance. Is he? Yeah. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited for that. Um, so, Sam, I have a question for you. What's up? Did you enjoy the Marvel Netflix shows, such as, but not limited to, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and The Punisher? Uh. Um, so I'll give you my honest, I know where you're going with this, but I'm just going to give you my honest take. Um, Daredevil, Punisher, and season one of Luke Cage are the only good shows that they made. Um, I'm going to be straight with you. I only watched Daredevil. Um, Luke Cage, I got a few episodes in, but I thought it was, I just didn't have the time. Um, they were all on my list, though. Iron Fist was absolute garbage and a disappointment. And Everybody Defend- hated Iron Fist. <laughs> Defenders was the, the amount of times I heard Kun won. D- okay, Defender, the, uh, Defenders. Defenders was horrible, dude. I didn't think it was that bad. Defenders was horrible, and Jessica Jones was just. Gah. I had a lot of people that I talked to that liked 
the first season of Jessica Jones. I didn't like it at all. All right, well, I don't know how you're going to take these next for the news. And, um, I know, I know. <laughs> but according to multiple, multiple, multiple sources, uh, Marvel is going to introduce Jessica Jones and Kingpin to the MCU. Um, of course, we already... It's pretty much everything but confirmed that Charlie Cox is coming back as Daredevil um, in the new Spider-Man film, and people are thinking that we are going to see Iron Fish at some point in the new uh, same, same same say it for me, Sam. The new what? The is it Shang Chi? Oh, Shang Chi. Shang Chi. People are going to think that we're going to see Iron Fist in that. Um, also, uh, is it John Barenthal? Is that how you say his name? John Barenthal. Yeah, he is also rumored to come back as Punisher. So basically everybody but the guy who played Luke Cage um, is coming back. And also pro- maybe the guy that played uh, Danny Rand um, is probably coming back. Um, so they, th- it's been, so like I said, pretty much been confirmed that Jessica Jones and Kingpin are going to be coming into the MCU. Uh, they're thinking that Kingpin is going to be a part of the Hawkeye show, which I think will be really interesting. Um. But yeah, so this whole Netflix to Marvel deal has kind of been a long thing coming. Like after the fan backlash that happened whenever Marvel had to cancel the Netflix shows. And then Sam's a little bit of an exception, but most people enjoyed Jessica Jones. Um, a lot of fans didn't really get I There's a lot of mixed reviews on Luke Cage. And then from what I've seen, nobody really liked Iron Fist at all. Um, but then Daredevil was definitely one that everybody loved, and same with uh Punisher. So, so oh, oh, so good. And so, they're definitely trying to find ways to bring them back. Um, from what I've seen, it's going to be same actors, new characters kind of deal. So, it's kind of going to be like a soft recast. Um, but yeah, I'm curious to see how that plays out because also, I think all the Daredevil characters did a really good job. Especially the actor that played Kingpin, like him at Kingpin, I thought was super good. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see how that goes because all those characters are really important for like New York. And if you got Spider Man New York, odds are they're going to cross paths. So, really cool to see how that goes. Um, Sam, what's up? We had a new trailer get dropped this week for Shang-Chi. Yeah, it was kind of unexpected, honestly. I don't. It was like, hey, they just made a Twitter page, and then boom, a trailer got dropped. Um, did did have, you watch it? I have mixed feelings about it. I I think it'll be good. This is one. Oh, it might sound controversial. I really oh. don't want me want it to. Um, we the T Post podcast. Um, love all walks of life. That is no um doubt. Yep. <laughs> but. I am just worried that this film is going to, I I feel like a lot of people are expecting it to be received as well as Black Panther was. And I feel like it can be. I really feel like it can be. I'm just worried that it won't be. Because from what I gathered from the trailer, it's just a Bruce Lee movie. Or like a Bruce Lee inspired martial arts movie. Right. 
conveniently made by Marvel. Uh, and that is not what Shang-Chi is about. I mean, it's, it is it is and it isn't what Shang-Chi, the character, is about. I, nevertheless, I am super excited to see this. And it, the visuals, the editing, the, the, the VFX, everything looks on par. The Easter eggs, the Mandarin, the storyline is solid from what I can see. I haven't seen anything about the storyline. Um, I am just worried that it yeah. just, I just feel like the audience, I'm, I know I'm going to love it. Yeah, I'm, just well, I'm excited for it. I'm just worried that the, the general, the, 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 ma- the, what the masses, is that the word to use? Sure. Isn't going to receive it as well as it should be. I think the big, you know, you mentioned Black Panther. I think the big difference is that like Black Panther is kind of a, like a well-known superhero. You know what I mean? Like he's in like almost every installment of like an animated TV show or whatever. But he wasn't always. Well, I know, but just like upon recently, he has been. Yeah. Like since growing up, he was in almost every show that I watched at some like towards kind of later seasons. Mm-hmm. But like, we've never seen, uh, this character on like any media at all. Yeah, and, so, and, that, and that kind of worries I, me to like throw it right into a movie. I, yeah, I mean, I get where you're coming from with that. Like, I definitely, by I me, mean, I think the Eternals may also have that same problem. Oh, where... they're definitely, they're definitely. I think, I think Angelina Jolie is gonna is gonna carry that film. Oh, I don't. I'm not I a think, big fan of her. I think having her, I'm not a big fan of her either. But I, I feel like her. Oh, you think like just the, having her on? I think her name on the billboard is going to. Well, you also have Kit Harrington, who just Kit got Harington, done, and then you have Camille and. And then you also have the guy that played uh, Rob Stark in Game of Thrones. Uh, oh, shoot. What's his name? I can't remember his name. You also have Harry Styles on there, too. Harry Styles is in the Eternals? Yeah, he's one of the main characters. Oh, sweet. Um, cool. Who played Rob Stark? Uh, Richard Madden. Richard, that's who it is, yeah. Richard Madden. Which I'm excited to see him in it. We got a good... We got a good... They have a that's... really... They have a really strong cast. Yeah. Uh, but I think both these movies are going to have that problem of just they're not super well known. But also, like Marvel, really every character they've made movies about, they have not done that many A-list characters. Like They've made all this money using a lot of B-list characters, like Ant-Man, Scarlet Witch, Vision. Mm. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, if anybody's going to do it, it's going to be them. Um... I'm trying to think of more movies with characters that weren't were just like super popular. Um, because I mean, while you have the original Avengers, like those are all really well known. Mm. But then, like I said, Amy and Wasp, not really well known. Uh, Loki wasn't just a huge villain before Marvel got a hold of him or before the movies. Um, what's some other movies they even have? Vision, Scarlet Wish, kind of. Um. Yeah, you know, you get where I'm going with this, though. You know what I mean? I do. I do. But um, oh, we just got some draft news. Um, but I think like what you said, the visuals were top tier. It looks like it's gonna be funny, kind of like a suit, like kind of like a Spider-Man movie. Um, I do hope we get to see the fake Mandarin and the real Mandarin interact. I hope that's how it starts. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Because, because like, that's the last time, I forgot the guy's name that played the fake Mandarin, 
but that's the last time we Trevor. Trevor. (laughs) (laughs) That's the last time we saw him was that he he got blown out of prison, and it was like you stole his name, and he wants to wants to talk to you. And that got teased like six years ago. My name is Trevor. I am an actor. You'll never see me coming. <laughs> and um, you'll never see me coming. But I I do hope we get to, I hope that's how it starts. I really do. Um I'm excited for it though. Also, I think like this movie and Eternals are both gonna be sweeper picks. Like people aren't gonna know a lot about it and they're gonna go in and be like, holy crap, that was a really good movie. Because the, these both have, like, the potential to be, like, one of the best Marvel movies, or it's going to be one of the absolute worst, just based off namesake. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we'll see. I'm kind of, I'm excited for both. I'm, I know there has been a lot about Eternals, but I'm, I'm excited about them. And same with it. After this trailer, we're super excited for it, too. Yeah. Um, do you notice the Captain America shield in the, I, in the wood? I haven't seen the Easter egg video yet. Yeah. Um, I know that, that was, was cool. on the thumbnail. It was cool. Um, I, that's also another thing. It's going to be how it's going to tie in with all this other stuff, too. Um, yeah. Dude, I have so... And speaking of Captain America, I have so much on Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Me, too. Including, good. The, stuff, including the stuff that follows. Oh, gosh. Top tier. Um, do we want to jump into that, or do you have more? Um, real fast, I do hope we see the reboot of Iron Fist in this movie. I don't. I, I just, I don't like, I just start the character new. Because <laughs> they can do so much better than what they did on this, or on Netflix. Because Iron Damn. Fist really, Iron Fist is really such like an interesting character whenever they don't do what they did with Netflix. <laughs> Especially with, like, Luke Cage and all the Defenders. Like, how close Luke and Danny are in the comics and stuff. I just, I think they did them dirty. So, I would, like, I want justice. <laughs> justice. justice. Um, and then, Sam, how can we go forward if we haven't talked about Don Cheadle and Armor Wars? So there. I don't have you pulled up. I'm, I'm there. Okay, I'm you're there. smiling. I'm there. Okay, I'm cool. smiling. I'm smiling. I, I don't have you pulled up. I'm looking at all okay. my notes. Okay. Um, okay, I have to read this off Instagram because it was a lot and I did not feel like typing it. Um, but after reading this, I'm super pumped for Armor Wars. Kind of already was. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so these are possible leaks about the plot, characters, yada, yada, yada. Um, Sam Rockwell is going to return as Justin Hammer. Kind of, kind of figured. Uh, he's going to be released from prison on good behavior, and he's going to reboot Hammer Tech after Tony's death. Hammer and Crimson Dynamo are the series' main antagonists as they both try to steal Stark's technology. Hammer is, quote, threat behind the scenes and is trying to outsmart his acti- activities while on parole. Dynamo is the physical threat that steals equipment forcefully. Dynamo and Hammer think they are being used. Walton Goggins is returned to re- reveal returns to reveal he was working for Hammer. Um, I had to remember who Walton Goggins was. He was the villain in uh, Ant Man and the Wasp that was hunting uh-huh. Ghost down. Uh-huh. So he's back. Um, mm-hmm. So he's working for Hammer. Uh, he was pulling the strings from inside the prison. 
Hammer is basically trying to hire people to steal different technology from different heroes, trying to synthesize the ultimate weapon. Here's where it gets interesting. Here's the list of stuff that is presumably going to get stolen. Pin particles, Zark's costumes, vibramium, etc. So that's going to be some weapon um, Hammer's trying to make. Um, Mackie is also set for a special feature in the series. Marvel is trying to develop the Mackie Cheadle uh, chemistry in hopes of re- uh, replicating some of the Iron Man, Captain America dynamic between the two. We kind of saw that in the opening of Falcon and Winter Soldier, which I'm on board for because I really like Don Cheadle a lot. <laughs> I love Don and Cheadle. I, th- I think him and Anthony Mackie are very similar in personality-wise. <laughs> so I think their dynamic on screen is going to be really good whenever it's not like a depressing episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited for that. And Riri is a recurring star in a series, a kind of roadie protege. Uh, think about the kid from Iron Man 3. She kind of helps Rhodey with some of the technical issues in his suit that he can't understand. The series ends with Rhodey visiting her on her birthday in the complete Iron Heart suit for her, getting ready for her show. Oh, um, I'm super excited for Armor Wars. Dude, I love it. I love it. I was just listening to Joe Rogan's podcast with uh, Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. that he did right after, uh, like right before Doolittle came out. Oh, yeah. Um, it was really like kind of humbling to like get his perspective on like he's like unless you unless there's like a really really good compelling storyline as to why I should come back as Tony Stark, I'm done. Which I I don't blame him at all. Yeah. I I definitely think that's kind of the right way to go. I know like a lot of fans want Tony to come back, and especially with all the people coming out now, that'd be you know. Especially with Fantastic Fours coming around the corner, but Tony got so. Oh, I just watched that again. The I'm original. <laughs> oh wait, the that one with it. Jessica Alba and uh, Chris Evans. Not uh, Cameron. It wasn't just. Was it Jessica Alba? Yeah, I thought it was Cameron Diaz. What? Heck no! Fantastic. Don't disrespect Alba, right there. <laughs> Fantastic Four. Cast? Are you sure it was Jessica Alba? I'm. Uh, it was Jessica. It was. Yeah. I just looked it up. <laughs> um. The original. Okay. Honestly, that Fantastic Four wasn't that bad. The new stuff is kind of the. Michael B. Jordan is Johnny Storm. <laughs> yeah, we don't talk about it. Um. <laughs> but no, I definitely think Stark's gonna stay dead, and I think. It's kind of like, not like, when I say deserving, I don't mean that in like a bad way. Like, mm-hmm. he deserves to be dead, but like, he got a good ending, and I think it would ruin that if he came back. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, but yeah, excited for Armor Wars, excited for new stuff. Uh, there's rumors that Sharon Carter's going to come onto Armor Wars. Um, we'll, we'll talk about that, her. Though. <laughs> yeah, we'll, uh, we'll talk about her in a sec. Um, yeah. Uh okay. Um yeah. Um uh you wanna go into fucking Winter Soldier? The seats yes. season finale. I don't know if you noticed that they said season finale, not series finale, like they did with WandaVision. So Season we're, finale. We're probably getting more of this series. hundred uh, percent. So let's kick this off, right? They wasted absolutely 
no time at all, <laughs> which I love. Okay, they really did a good job just picking up right where they left this off. This was great. They picked up exactly where they left off. Bucky is Bucky arrives to the scene. He's scanning the area. You can hear Sam on the comms, but you can't see him. And okay. then they, but before you go deeper, I don't know if you notice this or not. Did you did you notice the guard just let him through and he called him Sergeant Barnes? Yeah. I was like, I don't know, like I don't know if that struck you as weird or just like, oh my god, he's everybody knows him now. I'm also like kind of pissed off that they they didn't like he's still the same rank he was in World War Two. You know, maybe we should promote this man. Um, uh, that's yeah, I that's a good point. I mean, like, also, like, I mean, I guess they, I guess they did pardon him from you know all the war crimes he committed, but you know, details, details. Well, and also like it's like he's retired, and so it's kind of like you know whatever rank you retire as, kind of deal. I guess. But yeah, no, they're like they're like, oh snap, Bucky's here. <laughs> Bucky is here. Just let him through. <laughs> I just thought it was cool that they knew who he was. I was like, oh my god, yeah. he's not like on the run yeah. or anything. Like he's really fine. Yeah, and then he runs into Sharon Carter disguised as an old person. She did the and... mask thing. She yeah. did the mask thing. She did the mask thing, and I, immediately when I saw her, I was like, oh. Because for reasons I'll get into later, I, I called this whole thing with her all along, and I'm just not. Unfortunately. Yeah. So you get in there. The Flag Smashers are, like, smoking out the building, and they want to get the the the, the, G, what is it, the GRC people yeah. out of the building so they can go and, like, hold them hostage or whatever. And oh, then oh, oh. Sam figures out what they're doing. And a detective is trying to get Bucky and Sharon to keep everyone inside. Obviously, it doesn't work. But um, Sam comes in clutch and dives into the building with his wings and his comic accurate keyword. So comic, comic accurate. Yeah. So comic accurate that it hurts. Captain America costume. White and blue with hints of red. So clean. You've got so clean. You've got the red. You've got the red lenses, the blue and white wings. He's wearing. He has two stripes on his suit, uh, which is shockingly similar to that of of, oh. of Steve Rogers' Winter Soldier suit. So and there's a reason for the two stripes. Oh, okay. Never mind. You're gonna go into it. Go ahead. Yeah. So there's a flight formation that um, happens. Um, is it the, the 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 Lost Soldier? Is that what it's called? Yes, or the, the lost pilot. The lost it's an pilot. air force. It's an air force. Uh, it's, an, it's an air force maneuver. Yeah, um, it's like a funeral procession maneuver where um, a group of airmen flies in formation and they leave a spot open for the fallen soldier. Um, obviously, Cap's suit had three stripes. Sam's only has two, and so uh, the theory is that the missing stripe is for Steve Rogers. Um, but he's got the shield. The shield attaches to the wings. He's got not only one red wing, but two. Um, oh, yeah, the little, yeah. Yeah. I was he's like, got, what do you mean by red yeah, wing? Got, yeah. Yeah, he's got two little red wings. I'm and trying to find the name of that formation, by the way. It's such Here a beautiful... Scrambling, typing. Okay, and missing man formation. Missing man formation, there you go. Um, 
But oh my gosh, the fight scene that ensued between him and I can't remember the the French guy's name. The Leaper. Yeah, the Leaper. Yeah. Oh, uh, B Rock, but Batroc. But yeah, whatever. Yeah. So they they duke it out. Um, Sam ends up just ditching the fight because he knows it's it's just a waste of time. And there's a there's a lot of parallels between, um, Cap and Falcon or in the Winter Soldier movie, and then uh, Sam in this one. Like for one, the 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 costume similarities, like you mentioned, the three stripes and then Sam's two. Um, but I mean, like his chest piece looks pretty much like the Winter Soldier costume as it was. <laughs> but then also, like that was Cap's first fight in that movie was Batroc when he got his new suit. And so then it was also Sam's first fight. And it's like what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh. Disney Plus has been spoiling us with the comic accurate suits, just to go back on how cool Sam's was. Because then also yeah. we get to see Walker's suit at the end of this, and then also WandaVision yeah. or Wanda's suit. Just yeah. we'll get into we'll get into Walker is. here. We'll get into Walker here in like two seconds. Um, yes. So I meanwhile, while Bucky is is fighting away, or no, while Bucky not while Sam's fighting away, Bucky is trying to keep everybody in. That's not working. Sharon is in the parking garage. Um, the the GRC people are being loaded into vans by flag smashers and yeah. um, locked into the van, and they don't know it. Uh, but Sharon figures out that one of the guys is sus and ends up killing him with a mercury bomb that was like holographic and crazy. Ups blows blows him up. Bucky catches what's going on. He steals a motorcycle and takes off towards the also the, just. The the look on the Flag Smasher's face when they saw Bucky coming at them full speed. Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. Dude, I was fully waiting. Like, if that guy wasn't a super soldier and Bucky just extended the metal arm, it would have gone straight through the guy. <laughs> okay, is it bad I kind of wanted him to do that anyway? No, that's what I thought was going to happen. Like, I want him to just absolutely just pull a Homelander and just deck a guy with the metal arm. Because, like, I hate to say this, but Bucky hasn't been super cool since the second Captain America movie. Like, that was so definitely PG. that was that was definitely his peak of coolness. Like that was whenever he was the most BA. He was horrifying. So what the brainwashing dude take away is fight because that dude in Winter Soldier, you could barely win against him. And no mercy. Like... No mercy. <laughs> oh, that's why I keep on seeing memes and it's like the 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 main boss whenever you fight him and the main storyline is like the main bo- the boss whenever you unlock him as a playable character <laughs> it's like Bucky and the Winter Soldier and then Falcon and the Winter Soldier um but yeah I Bucky Bucky did good this episode though so. Bucky Bucky did great in the motorcycle scenes just looked clean my only complaint about the motorcycle scenes obviously Bucky wasn't wearing a helmet come on Bucky <laughs> kids are watching. Um, I do have a funny little tidbit that I want to, that I want to play for you real quick. Um, let me see. This is what, this is what happens, um, to, uh, Bucky. Um, this is Bucky in the winter, like as the winter soldier. And this is the Bucky that we need. Like, just, just listen to this. That's what? I, I think I only heard the ending of that. He's like, you got a bunch of chats. <laughs> That's the, we need that level of like violence out of Bucky. And we didn't get it, which kind of sucks, but it's like, whatever. Anyway, so 
Bucky Still goes to goes. town beating the crap out of these flag smashers, <laughs> but then they start beating his butt. <laughs> and then someone rips a a a toll, like a like a parking meter out of the out of the ground and like goes to like bludgeon him with it. And then all of a sudden you hear America's voice. America's voice. America's voice. <laughs> and John Walker comes in with his Home Depot shield. And it lasted longer than I thought it would. It did last longer. And he just absolutely starts annihilating those flag smashers. And then once he gets to Cartley, Cartley obliterates his shield. And it was. We actually what? learn that John Walker is a. See, this is. It's. It's Disney's thing again. I for like the ten minute, like the thirty minutes that he was on screen, I liked him again because yeah. because she he 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 was there to defend Lamar. Yeah. And, well, that's why Carl is like I I don't care about people or she's like I'm was well, I don't matter yeah yeah he's like I don't care if I kill people that don't matter and then Walker's like what you just say <laughs> what, then, did say? <laughs> what did you say <laughs> and then. Also, it's really kind of creepy, but you're if you slow it down or not slow it down, but if you listen, you hear the Winter Soldier theme when Walker gets mad. And it's kind of like this eerie theme, and then which is going to play a big part later on. But then he starts whooping a can on Carly and starts beating her off a bridge, basically. Yeah, and they get into this big old fight, and then all of a sudden the, the one of the trucks gets lit on fire, and so Bucky has to smash the lock and rescue the people as a distraction. Meanwhile, another van is being pushed off of the, the freaking thing, and then Bucky gets kicked off of the scaffolding onto the ground level of the of the building, and then... Well, then he almost gets killed by a, a beam... He gets almost yeah. Head. <laughs> he gets obliterated. He almost gets obliterated by a beam, but then like picks up the beam with his one hand and is like, ah, oh, whatever. Ha ha. He's got the beam now. <laughs> and... I think. I think. I think Walker. Uh, I think he fully redeemed himself. Whenever instead of going after Carly, he's like, I guess I'll pick up the car full of senators, even though one of them is the one that sentenced me to dishonorable discharge. Yeah. Um, um, I think he fully redeemed himself though, and then like also like his character is just so well written. Just because like you said, like you liked him within twenty minutes of seeing him this episode, like f- like the first episode, everybody hated him, and rightfully so, even though he had done nothing bad really. <laughs> he just said yes to the mantle, and then as the years goes on, it's like okay, I don't really like him. He's kind of sketchy, and it's like you know what? He's really not that bad of a guy. And I still li- I still like him. I do too, and I think like he did like he's so well written because like he can't be classified as a hero or a villain, and like those labels got destroyed this series. I think that's a whole deal what Sam wanted to do in the first place. Mm-hmm. I mean that was like his whole spiel why he didn't want to pick up the mantle of Captain America anyway. Mm-hmm. As you know, you have all these labels, and then Walker's character comes along. It's like, well, he's not really a hero, but he's not really a villain either. Yeah, he's just kind of that gray area, um, but which that that's been like that's been a whole underlying theme this whole series is the world is no longer black and white; it's a lot of gray now. And I think yeah. Walker truly is. I think Walker represented that more than anybody else in this whole series. Oh, for sure. Um, even as the episode continues, I mean, they everyone goes underground. 
Um, Bucky, Sam, and John all go after yeah, the Flag Smashers together. And I then... really like that, that they all started working together like no yeah. questions asked. Yeah. <laughs> like, they... Bucky and Walker cornered Carly or who have, or the other Flag Smashers. Yeah, and then uh, uh, Sam and Sharon meet up or catch up with Carly. Carly shoots Sharon, which I was like, haha, I take that, Sharon. And then, gotcha. <laughs> and then Sam won't fight Carly back. And then, of course, the most anticlimactic death for Carly Morgenthau. Sharon Carter shoots her, and she dies in Sam's arms. And that was just super anticlimactic. I hated the character of Carly Morgenthau. I thought it was very like angsty and over. Like like they could have done without angsty. it. But we could have um, seen. Like I would have loved for John to have done the deed. Yeah. I think if John would have done it, well, yeah. Um, here's my thought on that whole scene because also Sharon broke the news to everybody that she was basically the power broker. She didn't break it to everybody. Well, she told to the Carl. audience. Yeah, but first, I thought the whole reveal was kind of underwhelming yep. and expected, which is very uncharacteristic of Marvel to do. Because what they normally what they do is they have a huge red herring. And it's like, oh, gotcha. But they didn't do this with Sharon, which I think is very weird. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of sus, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Um, Screen Crush said that like she didn't outright say she was the power broker just because they're like having hope that she's not the power broker, which I get it because I really don't want her to be either. Oh, I do. Um, but it I thought it was kind of I thought it was kind of underwhelming and expected. And then like you mentioned with Carly, it was the same deal. Like Carly and the Power Brokers started off so great and they were super interesting characters, but then they really turned into a boring and annoying subplot. You yep. know? Yep. And so like like especially in this last episode, like it was like once they got rid of Walker as kind of like the main villain, they didn't really have a villain. Like you didn't have anybody to root against really. Or but they created to. but they created a new one in Sharon at the end of the episode. But even then it was just kinda of underwhelming. I mean it's like like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, what do you freaking do? <laughs> I think it was just one of those, like, we all knew it, so they just flat out said it. But yeah. Um, one, thing that, one thing that did make me laugh, um, the Zemo scene, when the truck of Super Soldiers blows up, and Zemo's yeah. just, like, chilling at the raft, and he's like, ah-ha-ha. Zemo's power killed him. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sam, uh, you mentioned that Carly was an angsty teenager that had a good intention and then turned into a terrorist. Um, have you heard about the subplot that got deleted due to COVID? About the pandemic? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently in the original script for Falcon and the Winter Soldier, there was a pandemic going on. Yeah. And Carly was originally mad at the GRC because they weren't administering vaccines, and that's how uh, her mom figure died, which kind of makes her blowing up the GRC center a little bit more understanding. Because it's like a lot more revenge based and kind of, I think it kind of helps flush out her character a little bit more. Yeah. Um, which I thought was really like, yeah, that actually could have changed a bit. However, I still think she got kind of annoying at the end. She's still bat blank crazy, or was. Yeah. Rest in peace, Carly. Well, like, he's burning hell. Anyway. Jesus. <laughs> same, well, also, like, Sam's final monologue. Yeah. He really achieved what Carly's goal was. But he did it peacefully and by mediating uh-huh. between people, which uh-huh. is why this whole series he was kind of shown as why he was the best choice for Captain America, 
was because he didn't resort to violence first like Carly and Walker did. That but monologue. It was good. Heartbreaking. It was also like very characteristic of very character of him because like in the comics, that's exactly what Sam did. Like he had press conferences and all that and he very verbally talked about issues. So remember was it two episodes ago when I when I te- uh, posed the question, can the um representation of Captain America or like the image of Captain America um exist today or is it obsolete? I'm hmm. here to tell you all, this is my opinion, that Yes, it can still exist, and we have found it. We found our modern Captain America in Sam Wilson. I think Sam, yeah, I think his character did an excellent job of that. And also, like, have, he, a lot of people are still going to have problems with a black man carrying the stars and stripes. Yeah, but that adds into his character, and it adds to his whole storyline, and kind of what he talked are. about during that monologue. It's who we are. I mean, we are a we are a majority African American country at this point in time, and. It's it's this era where where things are starting to move, things are starting yeah. to happen. Times are times are still changing, um, and they're never going to stop changing. And with that, the image of our country needs to change accordingly, and it has. And yeah, um, I have a little theory for you that's been booted around. Um, some people think Sharon is actually Mystique. And no, <laughs> no, uh, you know, you say no. Think about it, though, it's Madripoor. That's mad. Um, I know, but oh, they're getting that. The they're getting. They're getting that theory from. I guess there's a lot of Easter eggs on that website, the Madripoor yeah. website, and I guess it hints at a lot of mutants, like X Men characters. Uh-huh. And one of them is Mystique. So they're like, "Yo, what if this is all just the biggest bam- bean boozle?" Um, which I think would be hilarious. Um, also, some people think she's a scroll, though. Which you yeah. got secret invasion coming along. That kind of does make sense because I have a feeling we're about to see a lot of government officials turn out to be scrolls. Scroll or working for the scrolls? So. Yeah. Which is another question that people ask: Is who was she on the phone with? It's either people think it's. Uh, I saw one where they think it's uh, what's his name from Cap Winter Soldier, the guy with the whose brain is in the computer. Zola, Zola. Yeah. <laughs> People thought he was an image power broker, which I completely get. I oh, I would have loved it if it was if it was true. It made but sense. It did make sense, but Armin Zola. Ar, Ar, yeah, Armin Zola. Armin Zola. Um Isaiah got his own memorial, which was super heartwarming and oh very gosh, touching. I loved, I loved that. And um, Bucky Bucky got invited to the cookout. <laughs> uh, well, that's what I was gonna say. It was like that scene was so f- sweet to see. You went from pe- you went from from extremely like like teared. I cried. I teared up when 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 Isaiah got that uh memorial. Um, well, and also I liked that like Sam basically proved Isaiah wrong, and it was for the better for sure. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, and then Sam did that, which in the comics Steve did that. So. Yeah. It's super touching because, like, you know, like Isaiah kind of had this like hate for Steve just because of how they were treated. And so then Sam got to make it right because Steve can't, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, Bucky at Sam's family. Um, that that scene was so just cool to see. And also, there's just a lot of small details that like Bucky's not wearing gloves and he's not covering his middle arm. 
Mm-hmm. And they're saying that, like, he's doing that, and, like, it shows that he's comfortable with all of them. And I think Bucky finally got the family he never truly had with Sam's family. And after that... And the, Sam's the sister. Same <laughs> 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 <Stay> with my <laughs> sister. Anyway, um, after that, was it after the cookout, he goes back to New York and meets up with the old man from the first episode, and... Yeah. Breaks the news, makes his peace, gives the book to his therapist. Yeah. Ends that um, chapter. Super sad. Yeah. That was really sad. That was really just heartbreaking. Incredible. Um, um, and then we get John Walker sure. in his new oh, suit. Wait, which one? Wait, yeah. Was that first? It? Yeah, it was, after the, it was before the Sharon thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Do Walker first. Yeah, well, we've already talked a little bit about the Sharon thing, but um, for John Walker, in credit scene though, basically meets up with um, Val, and they, she fits him with his Dark Avengers suit as U.S. agent, which looks super sweet, super sweet, super comic accurate again. Once again, Disney Plus is just on the money. Yeah, Such it was an amazing job. It was clean. The only thing he didn't get obviously was a shield. Uh, we're working on that, but yeah. Well, even with the gun there, it looked pretty cool. Oh, also, man. just the the scene of him hugging his wife, yeah, just so heartwarming. Just because yeah. I'm a he, Wyatt Russell, what ten an out ten amazing actor. Him and Paul what? Bettany, yeah, just well, was Paulson as well. I just think Paul Bettany arguing with himself was really cool. <laughs> yeah. Especially when one is like a complete robot and the other is not. Require um, elaboration. Yeah. <laughs> um, Elizabeth Olsen has a really good job too. Um, which is expected of her. Mm-hmm. Um and then Sharon. The end the end credit yeah. scene. The end credit Little scene. Snake. Um Sharon Carter gets a full freaking pardon oh, from the GRC. Even, not even that. She gets a position with the she CIA. She gets her job back. She gets her job back. Yeah. And then so, walks out of the courthouse and is like, hey guys, guess what I just got? Ah, <laughs> Call the bidders. I'm about to sell these government secrets. <laughs> Pulled a complete Hydra and just joined basically the exact same thing Hydra did with Shield. Um, we're gonna be seeing her again, obviously. I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know when. We're gonna be seeing her again. Oh yeah. That's kind of like how you know they talk about armor wars, and they're like, that's why it's because she's gonna get invested with Tony's stuff. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, that's mm, we'll see how that goes. I don't know how I feel about Sharon anymore. I hate her. She's wrong to me. I hate her. But yeah, that's um and then just a just to conclude it with even better news. Um so obviously Dark Avengers oh. is shut up is is set up with Oh no, I got you, Cal. Don't worry. I got you. Oh, I wanna talk about Dark Avengers and Thunderbolts here after after this. Okay. I think I know where you're going with this. Um, so Dark Avengers obviously set up through John Walker. Um, Thunderbolts were still kind of like, uh, what's going to happen? And then I'll let Cal talk Thunderbolts because he he did the work. Um, obviously, Zemo was on the raft and Ross runs the raft. So you already have one Thunderbolt mm-hmm. guaranteed. Um, well, we actually have two. And I'm about to but explain. One, but one has yet to be revealed. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. 
Um, yeah. I, I didn't also. I, I thought I didn't think you were talking about this. I thought you thought you were talking about the other movie that got confirmed. No, no, no. I'm gonna do that very last. Okay. Um, Thunderbolts and Dark Avengers have both been confirmed. Uh, but it's gonna be as two separate teams. Um, Ross and Contessa are not working together. They are not aware of each other. Um, Ross is making his team with people on the raft, like Zemo, like Sam said. Mm-hmm. And the end credits in the Black Widow is supposedly Ross talking to y- Yelena, and she joins the Thunderbolts. Contessa is Widow. making, the, yeah, the, she's the Black Widow prodigy um, from the Black Widow movie. Um, Contessa is making a completely different team with people recruited like John Walker. And that one's probably going to be the Dark Avengers. It's probably going to, or that one is the Dark Avengers. And it's going to be like more of a Black Ops team kind of deal. Um, mm-hmm. Also, that that's how they could introduce Norman Osborn, honestly. I hope they don't do that. What? I just don't say. Norman no. Osborn is the guy who like made the Dark Avengers, though. I guess fair enough, yeah. But I feel like uh, I feel like this universe is gonna put off as much as possible getting a Norman Osborn. I get I don't know. Maybe the, the last two goblins we've had have been egregious. Well, that's why they gotta make sure they do it right. Yeah. So <laughs> well and also like we haven't fun. seen like well, I guess in Toby Maguire we saw Norman Osborn. Um Garfield, it was his son that became Green Goblin, if you wanna mm-hmm. call it that. Yeah. I think what they could do with Norman is make him Norman Osborn first before they even go down the Goblin rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's going to be a whole bunch more characters that will join these teams and will slowly start building that roster. Um, they're going to be introduced in multiple other films and properties, obviously. But as previously stated with Justin Hammer returning, he's been a member of both teams as Detroit Steel. And then we also have the introduction of Crimson Dynamo which I imagine will probably join one of those teams. So I think it's going to go. I think Hammer, Dark Avengers, Dynamo, Thunderbolts. Well, I think like Hammer and Zemo or Hammer and Walker, they're not straight up villains. I mean, Hammer's not anymore. He got released. But like Zemo's on the raft and Dynamo's probably going to go on the raft. Right. So it's a matter of if you get arrested or not, really. <laughs> that's yeah. that's what it's going to come down to. Yeah. But also it's like because Zemo's the leader of one team and Walker's the leader of the other team. So, yeah. yeah. Um, um, Am I good to go with the... Yeah. yeah. Okay, so the end, instead of it saying Falcon and the Winter Soldier at the end before the credits, it said Captain America... In the Winter Soldier, which made me poop my pants a little bit. Um, basically, Marvel has come out and confirmed that a Captain America four is in the Outro. works. Is in the works with Anthony Mackie returning as uh, Captain America. Can't call Sir. him Falcon anymore. He's Captain America. Um, uh, uh, showrunner Malcolm Spellman uh, will be um, there to write the script. Um, as well as, um, I, I believe his name is, is doubt if I remember correctly, I'm not looking at the notes. I need to pull, probably pull them up, but before uh, I pull Dallin them up, Muson. Dallin Muson, yeah. Um, they're both, uh, they both were showrunners for or writers for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, so we'll get the same guys, 
Um, and with and with that comes a possibility of Chris Evans um, returning as Captain America with a separate kind of like kind of loosely not not quite like Captain America, but making like an appearance, like a cameo, something like from that. What I've seen, or from what I've read, um, Evans is coming back, or you know, confirmed or whatever. Um, his deal is going to be separate from Captain America 4. So he's okay. not going to be involved with it, this project or Captain America 4. His new project is going to be more like what RDJ did after Iron Man 3 and like how RDJ appeared in Civil War and then in Homecoming. So, so I'm wondering if he appears in this new one as like a ghost or like a hallucination. He could be. I don't like that. I don't know. I think the Chris Evans deal is pretty up in the air. Yeah, I think it is too. Because like, if you remember, like a couple months ago, Kevin Foggy was like, "Yep, absolutely no way, Chris Evans is not coming back." Well, and Chris Evans said that like, I don't want to yeah. come back. Yeah. So, so yeah, we'll see. Like, like, like uh, RDJ said in the JRE podcast, if it's a super compelling storyline, I'm sure he could come back. Oh um, yeah, but if it's not, there's just no point. I 100% um, think he's actually on the moon. I don't. <laughs> I, I think they're mentioning it a little too much. I think he actually is. <laughs> I just think it'll be funny. Uh, but yeah, that's but, all I have for uh, entertainment. Yeah. Um, all I got is Loki is up next, coming it's June 11th. Delayed six got, weeks. Yeah, I got delayed. Faggy mm-hmm. lied to us about getting... Uh, something every week. Mm-hmm. Um, how dare he? Um, but yeah, I got delayed. But that's up next, and that's gonna be really interesting to watch. Yeah. But um, talk about for entertainment. Um, do what do we go to next? TikTok or Mean Mysteries? We're doing TikTok. Okay. Gosh, we really do have a lot for sports. Oh God. Sir, I need a yeah. Okay, well, luckily for me, I only have one thing for TikTok, so TikTok will be fast. Uh, yeah, uh, mine's super fast. All right, roll that intro. Okay. Um, I'm still in medieval TikTok. Um, it's 1403, and thou has hath just cracked a splendid <laughs> thou art with what... what she hath proclaimed after stating that the that the crusade was long and hard um i'm also in uh, hey don't be surprised if one day i just and then it's like oh yeah yeah, yeah. it's so. grizzly man yeah that's that's all i got um i'm on eurovision TikTok. I don't know if you're familiar with Eurovision, the the tournament. Nope. Um, it is a European singing competition. Oh, Will Ferrell made a song, a movie about this, not song. Um, I encourage you to look it up. It's very interesting. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, really. Oh, Epic Sax, sax Guy. You remember him? Oh, was that Eurovision? Yeah, he was on a Eurovision performance. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> That's where he's... Yeah. 
Um, so I'm on there, and then I'm also on Jersey Mike's versus Subway. Oh, uh, who you got? Jersey Mike's or Subway? Jersey Mike's. Me too, bro. Um, Jersey Mike's spokesperson's not in jail right now, so. Oof. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Oof. Oof. Um, that's all I got for TikTok. I was also like on one, and it was like, drop me to Jets front office with a bottle of Hennessy, a bag of chips. <laughs> And fifteen bucks, I'll make them the <laughs> the two thousand Patriots, oh, or gosh. or the nineteen seventy two Dolphins. Oh, gosh, <laughs> uh, I've seen a lot of those because <laughs> draft is coming up, which we'll talk about draft uh, in a little bit. Yeah, um, um, but we have an announcement from Me Mysteries from Cal, so I'm gonna roll the intro for that. It's probably gonna be like a thirty second announcement, maybe. I just like the intro. <laughs> okay, yeah, the intro is really nice. So uh, I like it. Let's roll that intro. Ah, what an intro! All right, Cal. so are you ready for the Sasquatch Summer Special? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Sasquatch Summer <laughs> Special. Um, I told Sam before we started Mean Mysteries, I wanted to do a stupid Sasquatch deal. Um, <laughs> to something stupid, and Hulu answered my prayers. <laughs> so I'm thinking after finals week or something, we kicked a sucker off. So join me and Sam as we go through the new Hulu true crime special, Sasquatch, which examines the mysterious 25-year-old case of a triple homicide that has ties to the Hells Angels, the cartel, drug trafficking, and one mysterious creature that is supposedly responsible for all three deaths. I love it. I can't wait. Uh. <laughs> I, I This story, I don't even know what's going to happen. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know. They have three episodes posted right now. I don't know if that's all of them or not. I don't know if it's like a weekly deal. So should we cover an episode a week? Maybe. Oh, okay. this could be a summer deal. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, well, they might just have three episodes. We'll see. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah. I'm I'm excited. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god this is gonna be great it's gonna be amazing uh, Sasquatch Summer you've heard of Hot Boy Summer you've heard of Hot Girl Summer <laughs> it's Sasquatch Summer now I want it trending <laughs> yes <laughs> yes um, that's all I got that's my announcement Alright, it's penalty box time because we got a lot to cover and I still have yet to eat dinner and it is 9.38, so let's freaking roll into it. I have not had a meal today. Yeah, let's get through this so we can eat. Alright, <laughs> penalty box. The penalty box. Cool. Alright. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, Go ahead. And... NFL draft is upon us. It's Thursday, or it's happening Thursday, the 29th, I believe. Um, uh-huh. heard some interesting stuff this week. The 49ers 
have decided who they're picking at number three. Um, they know which QB they will be drafting. At the time that I wrote this, it was between Fields, Jones, and Lance. However, a notification I got 43 minutes ago says that Fields is completely out of it, and it's now just between Jones and Lance. Um, I can see the Niners picking up Mac Jones. I hope they do because I think Fields and Trey Lance are both going to be a bust. And Mac Jones is a fringe bust for me. I think Trey Lance is Trubisky 2.0, but that's just me. I don't think Trey Lance... Okay, I don't even think Trey Lance is going to sniff Trubisky's career. Okay. <laughs> I don't I don't trust these these small school. I don't, I just don't know. I, I, I don't know. I think he's going to be a Josh Rosen. I think Fields is going to be a Sam Darnold if he's lucky. Yeah. Mac Jones, I honestly don't know anymore. I feel like I'm kind of hoping Jones drops to like 10 or something, and then the Patriots trade up and get him. Because I think that's the only like surefire way that he'll have a good career if he goes to the Patriots. Yeah, he won't play if he's on a team with Jimmy G. Yeah, we I think it's stupid the 49ers are picking a quarterback anyway. Unless this is the biggest smoke screen ever. Yeah. I just, I mean, because he's going to draft, they're going to draft Mac Jones or whoever, and they're going to, he's going to sit a year or two. Yeah. So I don't know. I, whatever. Um, Las Vegas could also draft a top QB quarterback, a uh, top QB prospect. Um, it's been rumored that Las Vegas could be a team to watch if a QB falls past 10, according to Ian Rappaport, after the Raiders have apparently done all their homework on these top prospects. So I'd keep an eye on Las Vegas to make a move. I think they'll make a move on Fields. Um, I think if Fields if can, drops, yeah. If they can get him if he drops, yeah. Or if, I think it's a little too late to trade up, but... They could still do a draft night. It would just have to be like a big offer. Yeah, I don't think they're in the market for that. Because... Who's got the number two pick again? I should know this. Jets. Oh, yeah. Zach Wilson's going number two. Never mind. Uh, I forgot about him. Um, Yeah. And Wes, the Raiders or whoever. who We were talking about the Raiders, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. I just space. And Wes, they trade to three. Then I don't think they're going to get fields. I don't know. Aaron Rodgers dropped to 24, too. And he was supposed to be the number two quarterback. So, I don't know. Crazier things have happened. It's going to be a real interesting top ten. Yeah. Um, We had a few retirements in the NFL, Sam. Alex Smith. Alex Smith retired after winning comeback player of the year. Um, Said he's got a lot, a lot more games in them, but it's time for him to hang it up. Um, Incredible story. Um, after coming back that horrific leg injury, mm-hmm. um, to even come back and play at all is quite the accomplishment. Um, yeah. Um, I think if he stays healthy, he can pull up Brady and come back. Yeah. Uh, maybe I think so. I mean, he's definitely got a few years left. Well, I guess Brady never retired. He just like went to a different team. But yeah. Well, I mean, Drew Blood so kind of did that, or he got super hurt and then left. Well, he didn't really retire either. 
I think he oh, well, Gronk retired and came back. He he could do that. Gronk retired to avoid a trade in Detroit. <laughs> That's true. But smart move though. <laughs> yeah. Um you think Alex Smith is a Hall of Famer? We, yes. Okay, cool. I don't it's so weird to me because he's like I don't think statistically, but his story is Hall of Fame worthy. Well, I mean, he he led the Chiefs to the playoffs. I don't know how many times. Yeah, and true. He's like he's always been a solid starter. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. He might have. He might. He's made it to the Pro Bowl a few times, hasn't he? Oh, Smith accolades. And then Jordan Reed retired as well. Jordan Reed. That's what I had next. Um. Sorry, I'm yeah. Uh, okay, sorry. I'm looking at Alex Smith's achievement. Uh, he was NFL passer rating leader in 2017 and a three-time Pro Bowler, so he could get in. Um, but yes, Jordan Reed retired. Um, I remember her most as being the tight end for the uh, Washington um, team. Um, I feel like he just had an injury-plagued career and could have been a lot better had he stayed healthy. Um, so sad to see him retire, but I remember him and like when I was younger, like he was always a guy I picked for like for, for fantasy football a lot. Um, yeah, a super he had a good career, solid mm-hmm. career. Uh, just a lot of injuries, which is sad. Always sad to see. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all for retirements. Keeping the NFL though had a trade. Uh, the Chiefs had a weakness, and it's gone. Um, the Chiefs have completely upgraded their O-line in one offseason and are back to being the Super Bowl favorite with the trade on Friday. Kansas City sent their 31st overall pick, third-round pick, fourth-round pick, and a 2022 fifth-round pick in exchange for two-time Pro Bowl offensive tackle Orlando Brown, a 2021 second-round pick, and a 2022 sixth-round pick. Um, Brown... It was Chiefs and the Ravens. I probably should have put that in there. Um, Ravens, I don't know why they would trade Kansas City all that because I think the Ravens forgot that they're both in the AFC. So good job trading the AFC champions, their new starting offensive tackle for the next five years. Um, Also, you might be saying, Cal, that's only one offensive tackle. Pro Bowl or not, he can't change the entire O-line, and you're right. But the Chiefs also signed three-time Pro Bowler Kyle Long out of retirement and second-team All-Pro left guard Joe Thune this offseason. So they've completely revamped their O-line, and <laughs> I guarantee you a defensive back will never sniff Patrick Mahomes again. So that's fun for the AFC teams. Um, NFL also passed a proposal to expand jersey numbers to match college pretty much. Um, QBs can now be 1 through 19, running backs 1 through 4, or okay, running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends can be 1 through 49 and 80 through 89. Offensive line can be 50 through 79. Um, defensive line can be 50 through 79 and 90 through 99. Left backs or line, not left backs, linebackers can be 1 through 59 and 90 through 99. Defensive backs can be 1 through 49. Um, Tom Brady was vocal that he was against his proposal. The Patriots were also against it, um, quoting, good luck finding out who to guard now. Um, my response is, I guess they forgot how they played in college football because this is basically the same numbers in college football. So, yep. 
If yep. they can do it, I'm sure you can do it as a professional. It's just a freaking number change. Get over it anyway. Yeah, I want to see running backs be number one. Um, you're you're so getting paid millions, and you're going to throw a hissy fit about a number you're wearing on your chest? Like, okay. You're not even blocking, so don't worry about it. Seriously, you're throwing a ball. Shut up, Tom Brady. Anyway. Um, MLB pitchers. Um, quite the weekend for a few pitchers. Um, as Jacob DeGrom had an absolute gym with the Mets the other day. Uh, DeGrom had a historic night with a complete game shutout, 15 strikeouts, and even hit an RBI in a 6-0 win over the Nationals. MVP chants were heard that night at Medwhite Stadium. Once again, get that man out of New York. His talent is being wasted there. Um, yeah. And then also, today, Sam, a few hours ago, Massim Bumgarner threw the first unofficial no-hitter in MLB history as he threw seven hitless innings. However, the MLB may not count it as a no-hitter because it was the second game of a doubleheader, and therefore he only played seven innings. Count it. Um, I think they should because seven innings is still pretty impressive. It's only, you're that, only two innings short. Yeah. Which I mean, like, that's kind of when guys kind of lose their no-hitters is these yeah. later innings. But, I mean, it was a full game, seven innings or not. Yeah. I think the commissioner, whoever it is, I forgot his name, needs to be fired anyway because I think he's pretty much ruined baseball. But that's um, just me. I would like to announce that the Reds now suck again. Um, I know. Oh, no. I know, I know it was um, – it was uh, – <laughs> we've, been, we've, we've been waiting for it. Um, <laughs> we've been waiting for it. I told you they'd fall off at some point. They're now nine and twelve. They've last the lost six games. Uh, actually, wait, no, one, two, three, four, five, six. Last lost the last seven consecutive games. Um, they found the clip. Yeah. Um. Meanwhile, uh, the Chicago Bears, ten and eleven. Um. So they're doing slightly better than the Reds, but by a game. So. Um. Big yikers. Yeah. So, yeah, um, that's, that's all I got for baseball. <laughs> R.I.P. Sam. We hate to see it. I mean, we all knew it was going to happen. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I don't really feel any kind of way about it. So. Um. Yeah. No bounce back. Uh, we'll see. Probably not. Um, Prove me wrong, Reds. Prove me wrong. I, I think you're not going to pull back or, or pull pull out of this. I don't think a lot of us think that. <laughs> um. OG Athletics. Uh, your Oklahoma State Cowgirl golf team is your 2021 Big 12 champions. They did it in record-breaking fashion. They absolutely obliterated people all year. Big congratulations to them. Very much deserved and very much expected um, of them. And then 2022, three-star commit, Braylon Presley, committed to the Oklahoma State football team earlier this week. That name sounds familiar. It's because his brother, Brennan Presley, was the beast that signed in the Cheez-It Bowl in Miami or against uh-huh. Miami, um, this very much could be the Woods Brothers reincarnated in Stillwater. Yeah, that's exciting. Pretty, pretty good stuff coming as of late in Oklahoma State sport realm. Yeah. Also, the spring football game, which I did not watch. I have no idea what happened. <laughs> uh, me either. I drove in town during that, and that was a nightmare and a half. Um, oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, um... It's college time. What do you expect? Yeah, my Gundy said that was his best spring practice in all of his years as coaching. So, 
Oh, nice. Whatever that means. Nice. But that's it. That's all I got for the show. Wow. That was a lot. That was a lot. But really, it's only been about an almost. It's been almost two hours. Um, yeah. But it's been up there. Yeah. But thank you guys for tuning in uh, to this week. Um, we had a lot. Uh, we definitely got a lot planned for the future. I'm very happy that we got um, confirmed for the summer. So you guys will hear from us pretty much year round at this point. Um, make sure to follow us on Instagram at two pokes and at two pokes podcast and on Twitter at two pokes on Instagram at Sam Milik at underscore cowpal 19 and on Twitter at Sam Milik. Also make sure to follow the Ocali Ocast on Twitter at Ocali Ocast and on TikTok um, to get some little audio tidbits, highlights, things like that. Um, like I said in the beginning, if you're interested in joining the Ocast, go ahead and go to Ocali.com to find info on that. Um, yeah. I'm excited for Sasquatch Summer. I'm excited for everything um, coming um, to my fellow students. Good luck on finals. Um, or good luck on dead, on dead Week getting ready for finals. If you're uh, in the same boat as me where you're doing all your final projects this week, Godspeed. You got this. I'm wrapping my big one up tomorrow. Um, could not be more ready to do that. But, um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, we'll we'll catch you guys next week. Um, Cal, if you don't want to record next week because of finals, totally get it. Um, yeah. But I will be totally fine to do it. Um, I only have two finals that week, so um, gotcha. let me know. But, oh my gosh, it happened again, dude. The intro. I can hear it. <laughs> Cut the camera! Cut the, Cut camera. the cameras! <laughs> Alright, guys, we'll see you next week.